Hey guys, welcome to My Best Friends Podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, at My Best Friends Podcast, if you want to ask us questions or interact or just have another page to follow, whatever. But uh, me, I fucked up our last recording and uh, probably our last episode as well that we actually do have up. So sorry about that, but we'll cover a little bit of what we went over then right now. Unless you want to listen to a three-hour podcast, which is our last episode turned into yeah, two episodes. I fucked it up and combined our last recording with our so, last published episode. So uh, we'll gone, see what happens. The Gone and Lewis podcast was the very end of it. Could be gone. Turned, that podcast could be gone forever. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it turns into uh, Oh, it turns Jake into Paul. Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, which uh, actually was a good episode. You know, yeah. in my opinion, because I was thinking about it and I was like, that was a good episode too, because we were fresh off that fight. Like we were right when it was over, we were talking. But um, yeah, if you guys want to hear last week's, because uh, like Joe said, he kind of ruined the, the episode. So it's not that we didn't record. He just fucked yeah, I up. Fu- I fucked it up. I was it's, being... it's attached to, uh, I guess, our episode from two weeks ago. I was rushing. If you guys want to catch that. But um, anyways... Just to briefly touch over it in case you don't. So Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley had a fight and uh, Jake Paul beat him up. Well, he outboxed him. I don't know. He didn't really beat him up. Tyron Woodley landed the harder shots of the fight or shot if you really want to. Landed like three hard shots, but uh, one in particular definitely should have been a knockdown. The rope saved him. But um, yeah, that was crazy. And uh, Tyron Woodley should probably just call it a day instead of chasing a rematch and getting a Jake Paul tattoo. I think it's funny. I mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about it. He still it. hasn't gotten the tattoo. No, aside aside from that, I mean, I think I think he realized what a bitch move he made, you know, and how big of a bitch he looked. Once yeah. everyone started roasting him, he realized it's a movie. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I think it's uh, it's funny, you know. He claims it's not a money fight, but he's the first thing out of his mouth was, "No one's gonna sell pay per views like me and you," which is yeah. it's not true. Jake Paul's the one selling the pay-per-views, yeah. So. Right now, Jake could fight a broomstick. But I think it's cool that he told him. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure if he did it because Jake shook on it and then he did lay out the rules of a tattoo, he's like, it has to be this big. He's like, in a place where shorts or or a t-shirt can't cover it. So it'd be like anywhere, you know, like that or on knee or below or whatever. But, yeah, so... He laid out the rules. I'm assuming... I would assume if Tyron Ridley did really get it, posted on Instagram, never cover it, it would uh, follow through with the fight. But uh, there's really no point for it. Nobody wants to see it. You? No. I think... uh, I don't want to see it. I think Woodley pretty much ruined any chances of him having, like, a boxing career. He just didn't throw. Mm. I forgot who it was, but they were like, he kind of... They were like, he looked good, like, all right... When he was throwing, and he's like, but he just wouldn't throw, so I don't know. And I was like, you know what? That's what Woodley did, like, in his last, like, fucking five or six fights besides the Vicente Luque fight. He just doesn't throw his fists anymore, but it's whatever. But, like I said, he ruined his reputation. Yes, sir. In my opinion. But moving on to... More important news, De La Hoya pulled out against... Uh, oh, yeah, the news that you want We talked about that fight last time on our... Podcast and uh, yeah, it's gone. De, so. De La Hoya pulled out, and I think I don't know if uh, it was a, it's official, but I know they want Holyfield, right? Evander Holyfield to replace him so he could box uh, De La, uh, 
Vitor Belfort. Vitor Belfort? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's been confirmed, but I know that was the moves they were trying to make. They want uh, Holyfield, Holyfield, but... Yeah. If he can go to, uh, if but they can't get it approved, so they're going to move the fight to Florida. Yeah, I'm sure someone will buy it. Yeah, probably, it's, it probably won't be. That's official. It is official. It is official. So that it's, it's been moved. Well, yeah, it's official that it's been moved to uh, Florida because California won't sanction it. And Anderson uh, versus Tito is on that card as well. I think it's crazy that Tito. It's still somehow able to get out of these big fights. You know, I think it's kind of crazy that Tito's making him go all the way down to 185. Yeah, even Tito, Anderson. even, yeah, Anderson's making Tito go all the way down to 185. Uh, I think it's a little weird, but even T- Anderson was like, man, I'm kind of surprised it's not like 200 or 195. He's like, or even just 205. He's fought there. He's like, kind of lost respect for him. And I was like, you know what? I kind of see it because Tito's a big guy, but, but. By all accounts, if he was fighting in today's UFC and he was in good shape and shit, he'd probably be a fucking one eighty five er. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's kind of hard and, to. I mean, kind of hard to say that. Not, not, not but I get his off, point. But neither of them is really a big draw, and if we're right. trying to straw straws at this, draw straws. I guess Anderson would be the A side, and Tito yeah. and Anderson. Well, I was just seeing. Especially, I see his point yeah. with Anderson making him go down to that. Yeah, I mean. He's never fought there before, but he probably, like I said, he probably would be that weight class in today's UFC. Yeah, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You can't uh, argue with uh, Anderson Silva after you know he had a pretty successful, the only UFC fighter to transition to boxing and be successful so far. He looked really good too, and he did it against you know I wouldn't say a guy Chavez that's Jr. a guy that's good. Yeah, like isn't is a prime, but you know he's. For sure, a lot closer than further from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to you know Jake fighting. Yeah, I kind of thought I know Woodley. I kind of thought before we jump away from boxing, I kind of thought De La Hoya was faking it until he posted him in the hospital, and I was like, ah oh, shit! I was like, that sucks because that's a big payday that he's losing out on. Because people were gonna pay money to see De La Hoya. Vitor's losing out on money too because I'm sure people were gonna pay more money to watch De La Hoya than mm-hmm. Vander Holyfield. I'm sure his purse is probably going to stay the same, but I'm sure he's going to lose that on pay-per-view points. Yeah, especially with how much Hoya was talking. I'm going to beat up him, and then I'm going to go beat up this guy, and then I'm going to beat up Canelo, and then Floyd. <laughs> I think La Hoya's coke addiction is catching up with him if he thinks he's going to do all that. I mean, he's promoting. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's about, I don't know. Yeah, we said who's next for Jake Paul, and we're just like anybody that kid wants. He's the he's the that's what we said in our last episode. He's the sell to further close on Tyron in boxing. You know, like Jake Paul's the sell, and Jake Paul and Canelo, you know, Tyson Fury, uh, Joshua, a little mm-hmm. bit of Wilder, mm-hmm. Lomachenko, but he fights for free a lot of times. But those are like the only big names in boxing that are selling pay per views. The Charlo brothers, but they don't sell the pay per views. Those are the only guys in boxing that are selling pay-per-views. So, Jake Paul can fight whoever the fuck he wants and probably make money. That's what's Michael, up. Michael Bisping was saying on his on his uh, individual, I guess, YouTube channel that um, if Jake Paul wants to further legitimate, legitimize, uh, I guess, his boxing career, he should fight at the, that other kid that was on his card that was undefeated, the Fury kid. Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury. 
Yeah, but I understand why he shouldn't, because Tommy Fury only went freaking four rounds in his fight, which it was scheduled for a six-round fight, but um, the bo- the British Boxing Commission came in and uh, changed it and said that he couldn't and he had to go four, which is weird. Hey, man, boxing's corrupt. It's not a secret. Well, just British Boxing Commission is is strange because that fight took place here, but they had con- they have control over him. I don't know because he's a British fighter or something. But yeah, man. But uh, but Jake Paul is only in his like third or fourth fight, and the dude did an eight round fight and fucking went the distance. So I, mean, when you're I don't know. I just feel like he shouldn't really have to fight Tommy. He could fight anybody. No, he for sure he could fight anyone. But I'm just saying, you know, that was uh, what the count was saying. Oh, the was, word on the street. Yeah. Like if he wants to further establish, you know, his young. And I guess you could for sure proper prosperous uh, boxing career. I think he you could beat him. him. Yeah, that's what Bisping said too. He could probably beat him. <laughs> yeah, he could probably beat him. You know, I think his exact words were like, "Not every, not every payday has to be the payday of your life." Like, well, by all accounts, he's like naturally, actually good. And then like he like freaking Tyron Woodley said, he doesn't do anything or have any jobs or kids. Like so, he can box all day every day like you know he's only 24 yeah he's only 24 he's been doing it for like three or four years three years and 11 days is what he said after the fight and then he said um it's just crazy like i don't know the kid and then like he could just do it all day every day like dedicate his life to it and then he has like world-class people around him because he's paying him great money you know so we're gonna have to call our secret weapon it is what it is he's legit we're gonna have to call fabio out of retirement having fight jake paul Joshua Fabia. Make himself aware. And then, uh, did you see, uh, or I sent you uh, on Instagram, Diego Sanchez is, uh, I guess he's beefing with, uh, FPS Russian or whatever, the YouTuber from, uh, like, a day, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, you know, I looked into that, <laughs> and, uh, it's definitely real, but I haven't really seen much at all from FPS Russian, <laughs> which is crazy, because I... I don't know. Like, and also his YouTube channel just doesn't exist anymore. No, that's <laughs> and it said. hasn't for a while. So like, I, like I, a I long didn't, while. I didn't even realize that dude was still a thing. Yeah, like he's really not. He comes on like uh, interviews and podcast things like that. You know, everybody's doing stuff like that nowadays. Right. And uh, he's doing. He comes like on. Follow yeah. us on Instagram. Like us, follow us on Instagram. But uh, yeah, he fucking uh, comes around every now and then. But no, he's not really a thing. Like to the way Diego Sanchez is saying and. Yeah, he hasn't really yeah, but, I mean, clapped talk, back. Talk about a, a random ass like beef, right? <laughs> yeah, Diego's crazy. Um, Diego, I feel like Diego's real desperate right now, and he's clenching for anything that. Well, he's gonna he get a fight. He's gonna get a fight in a bare knuckle. Yes, sir. I I no, he ex- he verbally agreed to it, right? He agreed to the call out, if I, if I remember correctly. But I feel like Diego's trying to chase one of those, you know, Jake Pauls or. He's trying to look for, like, his thriller fight, you know what I mean? He wants a big payout. I don't think he necessarily wants to keep competing. I think he wants, like, one or two, like, huge payouts, and, you know, kudos to him. He's He deserves it, but, I mean, I don't know if he's, uh, like, privy to the fact that, I guess, where he stands in, like, the world of combat right now with, like, all his antics, whether he's trying to, you know, go through a redemption arc or not, but... I mean, he, he for sure left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah, that's fair to say. I agree with that. I don't really have anything to say about that. That's fair. 
Um, we did just come off of the card last night, which is the England card, what's fair to say, the European card, which is stuffed with European or English fighters. Uh, and full disclosure, I didn't see the whole card. I only saw three fights. Oh, okay. So. And Brunson versus Till was the main event. Hashtag Raw Dagnation forever, dog. To this day. Um, well, Molly McCann put a beatdown on G. Yeon Kim. It was the headliner of the prelims. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by Khalil Roundtree. I'm just jumping to like one of the fights that I saw. I think Khalil Roundtree, when he's firing on all cylinders, is undoubtedly one of the best strikers on the planet. I just feel like he gets in his own way too much. I mean, he he opened because I follow him on Instagram. I've watched like a majority of his fights, if not all of them. And that dude, like when he's on it, he is by far one of the best fighters on the planet. I think. Yeah, he's really good. He's very talented, and he can he has good wrestling defense too. So he's a problem. But yeah, I mean, but he's obviously a striker, which is why I say that. But he has really good wrestling, anti wrestling. He just, like I said, he just gets, seems to get in his own way a lot, which, you know, he openly admits. I think John Jones would fuck him up, like in a striking match or a... Uh, Maybe. Like just MMA fight in general, but a striking match for sure. Maybe, but like I said, it's... Khalil Roundtree is always in his own head, so I feel like he would already lose the fight before he even got there. I mean, John Jones doesn't fight at light heavyweight anyway, but no. I just think, well, he beats everybody at their own game, so... I think he would beat him up. Depends. Like I said, if Khalil Roundtree comes out the way he fought against Eric Andres, who knows, you know? Yeah. And don't forget, Khalil Roundtree has the, I think he's in second for the most knockdowns in that division, so. I mean, and another reason why I say that is because he finished his fight by a bleak kick, in case anybody was listening didn't see the fight finish. The vicious oblique kick. Yeah, it was in the third? Took, it was in the second. In my opinion, the real first oblique kick that was thrown with real intention. Yeah, he uh, completely broke his knee. <laughs> I mean, it looked like it. That show was fucked. I think, uh, uh, what's the fighter's name? <coughs> the one who lost? The one who got, yeah, who got kicked. Modestus Bacacas? Yeah, on his Instagram, I think he said, um, I think all he, I think all he, or that happened is a, a torn a torn ligament or something. I mean, which I'm sure still sucks. Yeah. But uh, he was saying, you know. Cause, I mean, I'm sure there's other problems, so to speak, but that's like the only I mean, the medical one. problem. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, because uh, out of the woodworks, everyone came out saying that move should be illegal. You know, you had fighters on both sides of the fence. But I thought it was cool of him to take Khalil's uh, side. He's like, you know, he shouldn't be getting all this hate. He shouldn't be... Uh, you know, it's not his fault. It's our job. It's my job. Yeah. You know, like we're essentially we're in the her business. It's like he didn't do anything illegal. He threw like a, a, per, a perfectly timed kick, and it obviously did its job. You know, got him out of the fight. Oh, you're saying he came out and gave him a like a bit of a defensive about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Khalil was getting I saw that too. He was like, "Let the man enjoy his victory." Or not necessarily hate, but. Yeah, they were they were hating on the way he did it, you know, they the move and all that. The kick. Yeah, at the end of it, he was just straight up like, "Yeah, let the man enjoy his victory." So, and you know, if you guys care about our where we stand, I think it's crazy that people are trying to make that move. I guess illegal, because like what every fighter says is like, "How are you gonna?" Like, why are you trying to make fighting safe? It's like, if I could, if Tony Ferguson could elbow you in the face, or if Edson Barbosa could spinning wheel kick you in the head, it's like. 
Like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree, too. It just it just makes perfect sense. Like, there's things. And then the 6-12 to 12 elbow, like, John Jones having the one loss. Nobody acknowledges it. Like, everybody, even the public casuals think he's undefeated. Unless they see his actual record. And they're like, wait a minute, he has a loss? Well, he and has then, a like, no contest. People have to explain it. But, no, it's whatever. You know what I mean? So... Um, no, the no contest against DC when he popped. Oh yeah. So you could say he's undefeated, but he has a he has a for sure the one no contest. But he has the one loss to I forget to, uh, his, whatever his name is for the yeah. six to twelve. But yeah, even uh, DC says he knocked me out. Like no, I mean don't get. No, I'm just saying if, if you're going to talk about his record, his record has a, a no contest on there. Doesn't I matter. I agree with you. <laughs> Excuse me, he knocked out DC. Yeah, even Team AKA, who's like, I'm like a super fanboy of the, you know, I'll say it. And that's who uh, DC is, which is funny because I'm not really a big DC fan. That's besides the point. But uh, let's talk about the co-main event because there's another fight on that card that's a bigger deal. And I'm sure you saw the co-main event, right, Tom Espinal? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? uh, It's a heavyweight fight. I saw the Patty Pimlet. Patty Pimlet? Yeah, Patty Pimlet and... Uh, Khalil Roundtree and Till. Oh. Well, the Tom Aspinall fight was a good fight. He finished him in round one with a KO, TKO. But, all right, then we'll talk about Patty Pimlet, which is a big fucking deal to the, any of the UK fans that might be listening or just people in general, apparently. He, he has says, a cult following. He's going to be the shit, is what he says, that uh, he's the next big cash cow, and people are going to be calling out him. And uh, I'll be real. It was a great fight. I mean, obviously, he was putting on a show, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, peacocking out there. Yeah, because he, he is went, a grappler. He went, he went for broke. And, you know, I'm a good grappler. I love the fact that Michael Bisping called him, called him out and was like, well, you, you almost got knocked out. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to the count. I think he could be like a star. I think yeah. he could be not necessarily the next till, but I think he could be as big as till. Yeah, probably. Like he could he could be a star, but lightweight's always an exciting division. Depends. He, I mean, obviously, he has to keep winning. But, like, to be, like, saying he's the next Conor McGregor or bigger than that is, like, I think he's a little crazy. Like, the dude looks like a cartoon. <laughs> you got to get your name out there. Yeah, you got to get your name out there. But, like, I don't know. I just okay. think I think that part's funny and, like, a little bit uh, crazy. I don't think that's an option for him. But we'll see. He, he could be fucking legit. That's for sure. The kid can fight. I mean. He can definitely fight. He could take a shot, too. He could recover real well. He's only 24. And so obviously he could fucking throw bombs if he has to. He could bite down his mouth, be just as good as anyone else out there. Yeah, well he's young as shit, so that's good. But for I him. mean, we already saw that he's susceptible to getting rocked, so I think he's yeah he's gonna have to fucking smarten up. You, you, I'm like you did, you made your. And point, then him you know? be him being like they're gonna have to call me out. Everybody's gonna be calling me out at the end of the week. Like I was like. You didn't fight anybody, like, badass. Like, who's going to call you out? Like, nobody in the rank's going to call you out. Nobody in ranked already doesn't fight anybody below them for the most part. So, I don't... I think he's a little dumb for wasting his opportunity to call out a ranked fighter. I don't think he's dumb because, I mean, by all accounts, like, we're talking about him. I'm sure there's headlines out there for about him, you know? Yeah, but I just don't think... Like, the UFC will match him up with a ranked fighter. For sure. I mean, I'm sure they're paying they're about, him well. I'm sure it's all about that money. Yeah, but... brings in eyeballs. But I don't think any of those guys are going to be calling him out. That's all I'm saying. I don't think so either. But, I mean, I feel like... I feel they're going to give him uh, the tail treatment. They're and, definitely going to give him a good fighter. Because he's already turned down the UFC twice. So, he's going to be fighting somebody good for sure. Which he should. I mean, the guy... The guy's... 
by all accounts, at least now, turning into a really well-rounded fighter. And uh, I said this in the the last episode, you know, that got fucked up on Joe's end. That merged into our Gone and Lewis discussion. But, I mean, I don't really know who he is. Like, I didn't, like, I only knew uh, the bad, pad. Um, Patty the Batty? Patty the Batty, there you go. Pimlet? Patty Pimlet? Yeah. Well, like, I only knew about him once, you know, the UFC, like, started hyping You're not a fight fan, bro. You got uh, Fight Pass, and you don't even watch fucking other brands. And, um, I watch Card Combat. It's It's a good fucking show to watch, honestly. uh, (laughs) They throw down, too. That's what I watch. Yeah, they're uh, they're cool. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the point I was trying to make, like, because I know he has a huge cult following, you know, but... You know, like, I guess, like, to me, like, he was the unknown. To me, like, it's just what Dana always says, like, you know, when the spotlights are on, it's your time to shine. Honestly, I think if they gave him number 11 with Diego Ferrer, I think he would lose that fight. And that would be a really bad matchup for him. So they should probably bump him up higher. Maybe Tony Ferguson, if they really want to, you know, throw him into superstardom. And then after that, you could give him anyone above him. But because I don't know if you start because if you do give him anybody else in the top 15 and you don't want to go to the 10, I think Diego Ferrer is a fair matchup. But I think he beats him. I mean, the dude put a beat down on Anthony Pettis. So I don't know. And then I would say give him uh, Tony Ferguson since he's not fighting anybody. Nah, I don't I don't think they would push him that fast. Besides, I feel like I feel like they would want to make Islam and Tony fight, just just because story wise. But I mean, who knows? Shout out to the to the Kukui, still my favorite fighter. Well, maybe. Islam's gonna fight RDA and then probably fight for the belt. Maybe if he if he runs over RDA in, in dominant fashion. And uh, who knows? I, I think it, I mean. Everyone, his everyone, manager's Ali, you know, and yeah. he's been, they've been getting, striving for Islam forever. Well, Ali's just fucking raking in the dough right now. Well, yeah. also, Khabib's like an ambassador of the UFC now, and I'm sure even he's like, dude, give Islam the shot. He can beat him, and I mean, if he's giving the blessing, you gotta give him the shot at least. And if he runs over RDA, it's a fair thing to say. I don't know, I'm not counting out RDA. I feel like a lot of people like to count him out. Oh, I'm not either, but I'm definitely picking Islam to win. I'm gonna go, for, I'm gonna go with RDA, man, you never know. You're tripping. You never know, man. RDA was at one point the most scary man in so who two should, divisions. Who should Patty fight? Uh, to be nice, I'd say 15. Just to break him into Tiago Moises? Nah, I think that's too far. No. Rafael Fiziev, he just put on a really good fight with... Uh, with Who did he fight? And it was a really good fight. Wasn't it... Um... um my boy Bobby Green. Yeah, I was about to say Bobby Green. Yeah, and that was a good fight. Maybe him. That was a good fight. And he'll be down to throw blows, but what's his name? He's a grappler, mostly. But that guy can grapple, too, so. I don't know. I mean, if I had to guess, I'd probably give Dan Hooker. and. Like I said, Diego Ferreira is a good matchup at 11, and then you can start giving him anybody else in the top, like, 10 through 4, obviously. But I think Diego Ferreira would beat him, so that's a bad matchup. I think if the UFC just wants to break him into the rankings. Brad start. Riddell's a good matchup for him. He could beat him. Mm, I don't know. Brad Riddell's uh, he's another one people just like to uh, sleep on. But, uh, 
I think, I mean, for me, I mean, but I mean, I think about shit too logically sometimes, you know. But I feel like if they want to, if they would just want, if the, DFC, if the UFC or Dana just wants to get in the hype train behind Patty, I think. Oh, and they the definitely right do. Thing, yeah. I think they're going to put him in 15 just so they could say, well, he's already ranked. He's 15. Fuck it. Let him fight for number six spot or seven spot. Because I feel, because I feel, I don't think anyone would in the top five or even the top ten would be like, yeah, I'll fight this unranked opponent. Who's yeah, it's fair to say new. he's not getting Michael Chandler money because he came in and fought top five right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Patty came in and fought an unranked That's what guy. I'm saying. Just, you know, th- like I said, I think too logically sometimes, too purist. No, that's a fair way to break it down because when you said that, that's why I was like, well, he's not getting Michael Chandler money. So... Um, for sure, for me, the next move at the UFC, like I said, and wants to start putting uh, Cole in the hype train. He fights the Diego Moises for number 15 spot. If not, who knows? Maybe it's the rare exception where they kind of feed him fights, kind of like Sean O'Malley, and let him grow and develop a little bit. Yeah, he is really young. So who knows? Because for me, I think Sugar Sean is the only like fighter. I think once he got Sugar Sean got his ass beat by Cheeto, I think the UFC realized like we need to like kind of nurture him. And that's why I feel like everything Sugar Sean said is uh, valid. Like, why am I gonna try to fight all these top ranked opponents for you know? I guess spare change in his world. You know what I mean? He'd rather just keep fighting low ranked opponents. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty much all I got on Patty. I think next move would, if he has a good manager, is uh, number 15. But yeah. I feel you. So what about uh, the Derek Till Brunson matchup? Raw dog nation till I die, that's what I think. I mean... I don't know, I mean, all jokes aside, Till's one and four in his last five. Oh, we were saying off-air that apparently uh, Michael Bisbing said that... Uh, Darren Till tore his ACL before the fight. So, that's probably why he wasn't throwing really any kicks at all until the third when he felt like he probably absolutely had to. Which sucks. Because Darren Till was, uh... Looks fast with his hands. I mean, he... From what... I mean, he... He tagged Brunson once, you know, so I mean, In the third? But, I mean, it did look every time he hit him before that, like... Yeah, it was I mean, he was, significant. A, he was getting a reaction out of Brunson. Yeah. So it looks like he has the strength to be at that weight, but I, I don't feel, know. I feel like he should go move back down to welterweight. Honestly. He might be one of those tweeners. He could be, but I mean, I don't know because it's not going to get any easier for him. Like Kevin Holland can make seventy-two. Like who is he going to fight next? Uh, Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori is going to wrestle the fuck out of him, and he's a big dude. You know what I mean? No, Marvin's fighting Paulo Costa. No, I'm just saying. Like, say uh, he got past Bronson, he's like. Vittori's going to wrestle the fuck out of him. Where well, Jack's a good matchup. Jack Romanson's a good matchup for anyone. Sean Strickland's a, a good matchup because they're just going to throw blows. Uh, he's already beat Calvin, who's a fucking champ. I mean, he's on a decline, but yeah. You know, and then, I don't know, Kevin Holland would be a fun fight. That's what I'm saying, like, there's no easy fight for Till for him to try to, like, re-get, you know... Nah, no, definitely, there's definitely no fucking... I mean, that 
185 is a doghouse. Yeah. Like I said, just look at the top 10. You got Uriah Hall, who just, I mean, granted he just lost, but he's always he's always a threat. You got heavy-ass hands. Calvin Gaslam's still in the mix. Sean Strickland, I mean, he's fighting Rockhold next. Jack Hermanson, Derek Bronson, Vittori, Colston Whitaker. I mean, fuck. You know, that's murder's row right there. Yeah, man, let's... And, like, let's say Chris Weidman does come back, which I don't I mean, think he, he should. A, he had a really good fight against Whitaker. I mean, for as long as it lasted, I don't, I don't know. And I'm just saying, I think Till should really... If I was in his camp, I'd, I'd be trying to talk him down going back to welterweight. I don't think... Uh, I know he wants that Adesanya fight, but I don't just see Stop it eating five guys? Yeah. I mean, it's possible... But fuck, man. Or just say fuck it and move up all the way to light heavyweight. Yeah. Look 185 it. is murderer's row. Yeah, but, I, was, um, I mean, I feel like I feel like Till could take Johnny Walker. If he just took like a year off and got bigger. He could, I feel like he would put up a good fight against Dominic Reyes. Vulcan Ozdemir in no time. I think he could. that'd be a good fight. Like, there's nothing but strikers on the light heavyweights. I mean, this is all fucking... You know, dreaming, but yeah. I, I, I mean, just, if he if he could really feel like he could compete at two hundred five, like he says, if that's not all promotion, might be a good idea for him. Honestly, just cut no weight at all. Just cut off a leg, fuck it. But um, there until till we die. But shout out, to, shout out to Derek Bronson, man. I mean, he fucking destroyed there until as much as I hate saying it. He he handled till easily. He shut down his game. Whether he was injured or not. I'll say this. Till looked confident the whole fight, even with his eye closing in the first round. And his fucking cut men didn't do him any justice with the steel pad at all. Because the swelling didn't go down like at all after the first round. Which is unfortunate because that eye was pretty bad. But um, it is what it is. Derek Brunson did a phenomenal performance, really. I mean, like I said, he shut down all of Darren Till's uh, striking. I mean, I don't know. Brunson showed up. I think it's... I think Arasani has every right to be as cocky as he is against Bronson. But I feel like uh, Blahovich exposed Arasani the fact that he can't wrestle. And the way uh, Brunson's looking right now with his wrestling, at least... I just think he was too big. Maybe. Because Derek tried taking him down. He couldn't do it. I don't know. I'm just saying, the the only way we've seen Adesanya lose right now is through wrestling. You know what I mean? And Bronson, I think his chin is his chin is still shut, so Adesanya could still sleep him if he catches him with another beautiful combo like his first fight. Yeah. But I mean, Adesanya, I feel like Adesanya would be in real trouble if things got on the ground. <laughs> Excuse me. So. I had to sneeze. Um, no, yeah. I mean, if it got there. If it got there. And who's to say Whitaker doesn't dethrone him? You what know he what did mean? to Derek Brunson the first time was a master class performance. Yeah. So. I feel like Adesanya was in his head by then. Kind of uh, you know, the way uh, Cody was in Cruises or Aldo and Kurt McGregor. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. I don't really see Derek Brunson being able to. Because he kind of looked fatigued against Darren Till, too. 
I think, I mean, I think he just tried to blow his wad in the first round. So, I don't know, but like, but he looked good, damn good at like the rest of the fight. So, it's weird because he was winning, but he did look a little fatigued. So, I, I just don't really think he could beat Adesanya if, if he shows up the way he did against Darren Till. It sucks, too, because Darren Till, it's funny because I'm going back to Darren, but Darren Till's a good matchup for Adesanya, but uh, he just can't pull it together. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's one of those those fighters that needs a crowd there. You know what I mean? I mean, he'll get it later. Well, yeah, he'll get his crowd too. But, I mean, he will he has an opportunity to get it later. Like he was posting about uh, Charles Oliveira and uh, Michael I think, Bisbing. I think it's cool that Charles Oliveira, you know, was giving him a pep talk essentially. Yeah. Like, hold your head up. Like... I mean, if anyone's going to give you a fucking pep talk, it's going to be the champ who took him 28 fights to get the title. Yeah, he's you know? cool, though. So. I, thought that, I mean, I thought, personally, I thought that was really cool. And then uh, I, I didn't read I didn't read into it, but I think Hamza is uh, asking Till to come train with him. Yeah, he said, I'll teach you wrestling yeah. come to Sweden. Hamza's going to stay at 70. But, yeah, uh, I thought that was cool, especially all the shit, you know, that... I don't want to say shit talk, but, you know, all the, the trolling Till's done. Yeah. And that's Till is still getting, you know, this warm over reception from, you know, even his own rivals. No, nah, I feel you. I think that's cool as fuck. Well, Till's pretty cool by all accounts. No, he's I mean, a cool he even, dude. I, think he, I mean, after Derek whipped his ass for the first round, when Darren Till managed to get up and they were in a clinch, he patted him on the back and was like, good yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So, Darren seems like a pretty cool guy, to no, be honest. I feel, I feel like... Because <laughs> Derek Brunson was... Laying the beat down. No, he, he was he was tagging. Him. I, I, I was. Uh, I was surprised by the, just the sportsmanship on Darren Till. But when he got up, he like he was like, "Man, that was a good job." <laughs> Don't no, really was, see that. Like, honestly, ever. I was surprised Till didn't go to sleep because Brunson landed some really heavy shots. Yeah, some Till's really, tough really, as really shit. Really heavy shots. Yeah, Darren, Darren. There's like no Quentin Darren Till. That's for sure. Just goes to show how hard uh, Street Jesus hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he slept the shit out of Darren Till. I still love you, uh, Till. Yeah, it's but, all good, man. We, I think he could. I think he could still be a champ. It's just, it finally, dude. Also, it's a bad matchup, and then on top of that, just Derek Brunson has like loads and loads of more experience. Just like uh, Masvidal had I loads and loads of more experience. Time. Mike Perry and Darren Till, bro. Man, I t- couldn't agree more. I really could not agree more. But we'll see what happens. It'd be a great time for him to do that. Just have a fun fight, even catch weight at like one eighty if they need to. But it's whatever because I'm sure this is uh, Perry's last fight on his contract and I feel like Till could go could use uh, I wouldn't say a gimme fight because Perry hits like a truck yeah but like you said I think I think Perry would try to wrestle him and if he does then that tells us a lot about how that sparring session went no I think I think Perry tries to grapple Till maybe but I feel like he'll try to grapple him but only if he's afraid for his job yeah, we'll see. But I mean, that I feel like you know, I was. Using, I mean, it sucks to say, but I mean, Till's on. He's like also said, kind he's of, one and four. In he's his also last kind five. of dumb, so he probably thinks he has like a lot of other options outside of the UFC when he probably uh, does. He's gonna go do bare knuckle. I could already see it. He probably will do bare knuckle. Fight Diego. So the next fight, this month, is at the end of this month. It's the uh, MSG, right? No, what? it's the uh, Alex Volkanovski card. Oh, the Ortega and yeah, Chichenko with, and Yeah, with Diaz, Valentina right? and Diaz. Curtis Blades is on that card. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Rosenstrike. 
I feel like. What do you think about that fight? I sh- Dan Hooker's fighting on that card on the prelims. I feel like the UFC doesn't know what to do with Curtis Blades. They have Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Calvillo over Dan Hardy on the prelims. Yeah, they should. Well, Dan Hooker just got. Marlon Marais is also on the prelims. Well, I mean, I love Marlon Marais. Huge shout out to that guy. But I mean, he's you know on, a st- on he's been losing. But everyone always, I feel like everyone, everyone, everyone Diego always overlooks. Diego Sanchez on the early prelims. No, I'm just kidding. Marlon Marias by, because uh, <laughs> he fights nothing but killers throughout his whole career. I yeah, think that's his, fair. His eight losses are, have all been to either contenders or champions. Now nobody like he's not gatekeeping anybody. He's losing to champs. Not that I'm you know making excuses for him, but I feel like. A lot of people sleep on Mar- uh, Marlon because... Of nah, I mean, he was close to winning the belt. In the first round, he put a beat down on fucking Henry Cejudo. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, he's his only losses, and he shouldn't be ashamed, and I don't think people should bad mouth him. As nah, he's a stud. He's lost with nothing but, but champs or future champs. I mean, he's been a champ in a major organization, too, so it's all good. But um, He's legit, that's all I'm saying. He's, he's legit. He deserves all the love out there. Beat Jose Aldo. No. Aldo sleep his ass. <laughs> he beat Jose Aldo. No, he didn't. So do you think Curtis Blades beats Rosenstrike? I do. I don't see him knocking out. Maybe. It depends. I, I feel like Ngannou took all the confidence out of uh, uh, Rosenstrike, in my opinion. Maybe. But Rosenstrike just has, like, no wrestling. Sorry. Curtis has no stand-up at this point. I feel like his chin is shot. That's why he's always so desperate for wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he lost to Gon, the Rosen Strike, and then, but he beat Sakai in his last fight, who's not that, he's not that bad. He's a tough guy. I mean, they're all tough guys, you know. When you fight for a living, you're tough. But it's like, you know, you got to get real at some point. Curtis wins that fight, is what we're both saying. I, I, I give it to Curtis, but I mean... I don't know. For me, that's a toss-up to pick them 50-50 right there. And I've been saying this for like what feels like three or four weeks. Jessica Andrade is going to fucking destroy Cynthia Cavillo. Like, you think destroy so? Destroy her. I don't think Cavillo's ready for all that. I really don't. So it's going to be a finish? I think it's going to be a finish. And if Cavillo wins, honestly, my jaw is going to fucking dislocate from the amount of shock I'm in. What if Kavio finishes Andrade? Like I said, I'll be shocked. <laughs> I just feel like Kavio hasn't really faced anyone. I guess as as big as you know, as tanky as Jessica, you know. Yeah. But I don't know because uh, Cynthia's last fight was against uh, what's her name? She wears uh, the glasses. She does cosplay and all that. If I'm remembering correctly. Kaylin Chuhigan. Or just guy. Oh no, I got him. I got him mixed up. Yeah, she fucking can. But I mean, at this point, it's like they're all just taking turns on who gets the recipe by uh, Valentina. You know. I mean, I think if the UFC really wanted to help Valentina, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, they would uh, let Cynthia fight, just because she's the only one that she hasn't fought. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, whatever. Well, she's fighting Lauren Murphy. She hasn't fought her. That's what I'm saying. But, I don't know. I mean, we all know. I mean, we all expect. Well, we all know who the main event on that card is. 
Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. And the return of the ruthless one, Robbie Lawler. Put some spec on his name. I mean, when's the last time he fought? Against Cody. Cody? Or, yeah, fucking uh, Garbrandt. No, Robbie Lawler? Yeah, I feel like that was his last fight. You're so retarded right now. Why do you always do this? You're saying Robbie Lawler fought Cody Garbrandt. His last fight was uh, Neil Magny. Fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just caught I was thinking of... Uh... You know Cody's fighting 125s now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, the dude who's about to fight Usman. I, I honestly completely forgot he fought Magny. Straight up. <laughs> don't talk be. to me, bro. <laughs> Fucking just a casual. This is the rest of this podcast. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> You were so sure, too. I'm going to love listening back to this. Anyways, Robbie, Robbie Lawler, last fight was against Neil Magny in that was August. Like a year ago? Yeah, in August 2020. I mean, the return of the Ruthless One will be cool. Before that, he got beat down badly by uh, Cody Garbrandt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Colby Covington beat Colby his ass. Colby Covington, there you go. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he got, um, last fight was a year ago. So I, I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, it's the return. But I get what you're saying. It's a return, man. It feels like he's been gone for forever. I mean, the Robbie Lawler that you know and love has been gone forever, but he's been around. He got beat up by Ben Askren. Anyways. First of all, that Robbie Lawler would have been anyone on that day. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the Robbie Lawler was probably like, on Shut all your horror mouth, bro. I can't, I can't believe you keep saying that. Anyways. I've been looking at Nick Diaz on uh, Instagram, and he's looking fit now. Kinda. No, I think you're just hating. You're you're looking at him through your hating eyes. No, I love Nick Diaz. We'll see. I'm rooting for Nick Diaz, but if think, Robbie Lawler shows the, up on all the Mexican supplements, I'm going to be worried. I'll say that. I think the entire MMA community is rooting for Nick Diaz. <clears throat> if Robbie Lawler looks flabby at all, I'm fucking calling steroids all over your face. <laughs> How dare you? So uh, somebody said I heard recently it was like a top comment or something that Valentina they were saying Lauren Murphy's gonna KO uh, Shevchenko and I was just like there's just no way like you never know man Lauren... <laughs> you never know Lauren Murphy hasn't been KO'd in a while or hasn't knocked anybody out in a while I mean you do never know but I don't hey, know man, I, I think she has a good chance to win but not knock her out I wasn't expecting Mama Yunus to KO. Wei Lee, fucking one shot, one tap. Yeah. You just never know, man. It's the name of the game. You never know. But I do know Nick Diaz is about to go Stockton on Robbie Lawler. Whether he looks good or bad, he's going to go out on a blaze of glory. And then we got uh, Brian Ortega. I'm rooting for Nick Diaz, too. I, I got him. I got him winning. I think he wins the fight. Robbie Lawler is a gun shy, kind of like Tyron Woodley nowadays. I don't think he's gun shy. I think he's just fought bad matchups. He Grand, just doesn't throw. He doesn't throw blows that much anymore. No, but though. I mean, his last two fights were against like legitimate grapplers. I mean, against look, Cowboy, and, they didn't really throw blows. Well, yeah, Cowboy and him clinched a lot too. So, and look, I'm not making excuses. I'm sure. Yeah, you are. Like I'm sure you know all his fights are, are starting to catch up with him. But I don't know. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare him to. Him. To Tyron Woodley, I think that's retarded. Oh no, Tyron's worse. But, anyways, 
We got Brian Ortega versus Alexander Volkanovski in the main event. I think Volkanovski wins, even though he's over here shaving his head looking like a serial killer. I think Volkanovski wins as well. I like his cooking channel. Very cool. Some of the shit he makes looks fucking bomb, man. I'm surprised you saw it. I'm glad you saw it so you could comment as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't know about that Taki's chicken wing, though. I, I, feel like that, I feel like that would ruin the chicken wing. Fuck, that thing that Dana White just ate for Fuck It Friday was, looked extreme as hell. I forget what it was. I didn't see it. I don't watch all of that. But uh, it's on his Instagram. He posts it. Mm. They always like make something crazy. But I got He's Alex. He's on all the supplements for sure. I got Alex winning. I mean, he definitely isn't in the USADA test pool. <laughs> let's put it that way. But I got Alex winning that fight as well. Uh, I think he finishes Brian Ortega. I don't, I don't think it's finished. I think this fight goes all five rounds. I think he finishes him in the third. I think he hurts him and capitalizes. Brian kind of stands tall and puts his hands up. It depends how Brian fights. But if Brian fights trying to f- strike, I think he catches him with like a hook, drops him, and finishes him. That's what I think is going to happen. What do you no. think? I, th- I don't know. I think Wokonowski wins. I don't think there's a finish in the fight, though. And Cotton, you know, playing devil's advocate, if I had to get, like, go for someone who gets finished, I think Ortega gets Wokonowski. But not by TKO or anything, but by submission. That's definitely likely. But I'm predicting third or fourth round finish but, but by I, Volkov. No, I think... Uh, Volkanovski, sorry. I think Alexander wins by decision. That's I feel like that's super, like safe assumption. And if I had to guess a finish, I think it's on uh, Ortega's. Ortega could pull a bigger finish. But I don't know. I'm going for Volkanovski though. That's who I want to win. Volkanovski. But yeah. Who do you think is gonna win the the, the boxing match? Holyfield or uh, Belfort? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like Belford's going to win just because he's been more active. <laughs> that's how you feel? Yeah, that's that's all I'm basing it on. Just the fact that Vitor's been more active. But, I mean, Holyfield's a, a fucking machine, so I don't know. He's 58 years old. That's all. I'm sure he's on all the supplements, so he's probably like 38 years old. Belfort's 44 years old. It's about even. They're about they're both in their thirties with all the supplements. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who's gonna win. I don't. Psh, beats me. My money's on Belfort. If he looks like that, that's this how he photo looks. that we're that, looking that, at right now, then probably fucking. That's, that's a current picture. Probably Evander, man. If he's been training, he thought he was gonna get the Tyson fight. So probably Evander. Hmm. Honestly, we'll see because I don't think uh, Evander. That's gonna, a boxing match. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think Evander is gonna fuck with him. I think he's gonna legit just outbox him. He's a heavyweight, so he's six two. He's a big guy. Like it's he, a way, it's a Vitor, way. Vitor's a big guy too. It's a way worse matchup for Vitor Belfort than Oscar De La Hoya was. I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, Vitor. I mean, granted, he's been losing, but he's been active more recently than Holyfield has. You know. But I don't know. Shout out to Evander Holyfield for taking this fight on short notice. I bet <laughs> Which sounds crazy to say for a 54-year-old, but whatever. But what? 
Um, like uh, Roy Jones says, he must have forgot. Yeah, I think if Yonder beats him, I think it could even finish him. I think it's gonna be a more entertaining fight, honestly. I mean, I feel like I feel like De La Hoya was just chasing a, a payday. Yeah. And I feel like Holyfield is gonna come out here and legit try to fucking box him. But you know who knows. You 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 said you know the previous episodes that you fucked up that you've been watching De La Hoya on Instagram saying he looks he looked thick, he looked good. Yeah, not thick. I said he looks fast. He looks good. So who knows? Not anymore though. He's got the COVID. Hopefully we keep De La Hoya. <laughs> Hopefully we don't lose De La Hoya. But uh, it is what it is. Cocaine, man. Who would have thought? Would have thought Chinese would take him out and at the cocaine. It is what it is. So, Darren Tosh move up. <laughs> Say fuck it. Move all the way up. Well, fight. if he really thinks he can go up, then fuck, dude. Because, like you said, it's just all killers, man. It's only going to get more wrestling-oriented until he essentially only fights Adesanya. Adesanya's the only one in, like, the top that doesn't really wrestle. Him and uh, Borachina, fucking uh, Paul Costa. Let's skip all the way to November and give our early predictions and breakdowns of this card. Which is the Madison Square Garden card. I like Quinta's going to start uh, fight Bobby Green. This is for sure the return of Elia Quinta. He hasn't been back For sure. He hasn't been in a while. But uh, I predict for Elia Quinta to like come back and look strong. Who if he's that, coming back. Who was Elia Quinta's last fight, dude? Because um, I know he fought Habib and then he came back. I think he fought Kevin Lee, His last Lee, fight right? was in 2019 against Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker? Was it Dan Hooker? Yeah, and Dan Hooker beat him. Yeah, I know he lost, but I don't remember who And before was. that was Donald Cerrone, and Donald Cerrone also beat him. Yeah, because I think his last win was against uh, Kevin Lee Kevin in 2018. Yeah. In, in, at the end of 2018, in December, so... It is what it is, but... But I feel before like... Before that, he lost to Khabib. I feel like Al is one of those guys though, who's like have one foot out the door kind though. Of. Uh, I don't know. Dude, the dude's cool as fuck that gave me his autograph. That guy can scrap. No, he, he could scrap for sure. And I ain't talking shit about him. Just, you know, critical observation. You know, shout out to Ali Quinta gave me his autograph. I think he out. just has other business ventures. Yeah, I mean, he does his uh, realtor thing, right? Yeah, but I don't really see him as one foot out the door. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, only he knows. And his entourage. I think he just keeps it real as fuck. I like his interviews too. He's always talking shit. Yeah, I mean, one of his most favorite is, uh, or famous, I should say, is, you gonna fucking boo me? You better not, <laughs> you better not fucking boo me. Yeah. I just fought my ass off. Then uh, Jermaine Durand means confirmed but, uh, that card as well. I, I feel like Bobby Green gets him. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think Al comes back and looks I, good. I feel like that could be fight of the night. Dude, Bobby yeah. looks big at 155, doesn't he? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that could be fight of the night. Honestly, I mean, I think the whole card is stupidly stacked, but I feel like that has potential to be fight of the night. It does have potential to get some type of bonus, that's for sure. Whether one of them gets a performance bonus or, I don't know, fuck Drain Drain, I mean, fucking cheat a Holly Holm out of a title. Alright, forget about Drain Drain, I mean, fucking being a dirty cheater. <laughs> we talk about what we want on our podcast. Who's she fighting? <laughs> Irene Aldana. Irene Aldana is that? 
Just some chick. Some just some random person. She they just found her. Now she beat Yana Kutsukaya in the last fight. She looked good. Be uh she lost to Holly Holm. Um, before that. She fights. That's all you need to know. You're not a fight fan. Holly Holmes. I she, think Jermaine beats her up. Holly Holmes fine as fuck. I'm gonna say I don't care. Wow. Moving on. Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Vera. <laughs> Who do you got? Frankie. Just on is that uh I, I, I don't think is that a pick pick picked based on love? No, I th- I don't think Cheeto could outstrike him and I don't think he could out wrestle Frankie. We'll see, Cheeto's fast, dude. So it's Frankie. Yeah. I Frankie's just had I feel like Frankie's just had some really bad luck lately. I feel straight Frankie, up. Frankie fights nothing but killers, dude. That's whole career. Yeah. Frankie is fucking for sure. Do you think Marlon Vera tries to throw a flying knee? Maybe. It'd be dumb not to, right? Yeah. The way the way Look, Frankie bounces up and down. I love Frankie, but Frankie's fight, the way he approaches every fight has been the same since yeah. his career started. You know, he always rushes with, I think his right hand extended and the left one down to uh, cut the knee. You know, to try to take you down. So look, but like I said, if I had to like th- split hairs, I don't think Cheeto could outstrike him or out wrestle him. And if I had to give an edge to power, I would say Cheeto, just because by all accounts Cheeto did finish Sean O'Malley. Whether you know you want to dispute that or not, you know. But yeah. that's, what, that's what I feel. I feel like Frankie could could you know. Take it wherever he wants, and I feel like Frankie's combos are just way cleaner. His boxing is unparalleled, in my opinion. Grant, even you know, even though he's getting older. Yeah. So that's that's my pick. Love you, Frankie. I doubt you'll ever hear this, but you're the man. Yeah. He hasn't put anybody to sleep in forever. I think his last finish was Chad Mendes. Yair. Oh yeah, we. Uh, I guess he, 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 he would have. He, he didn't. I was gonna say he didn't finish him. He, I guess TKO'd him. Yeah, I was like, he would have. I see what you're saying. Yeah, he would have. For sure. But like his finish, finish Chad Mendes is when he threw the left hook. Yeah. Clipped him right on the nose. That was way back in 2015. Yeah, it's been a while. And then before that, he did get a finish in 2014 against BJ Penn. <laughs> I think that was their third fight. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Frankie's not. He's not a power puncher. He's beat BJ three times. Yeah, beat the shit out of BJ. Frankie's last finish before that was in 2011. Yeah, Frankie doesn't finish fights. No, that's always been his biggest. He's in exciting fights though. I don't know why Sean O'Malley called him boring fighter. Whatever. It's because he's a wrestler. I think uh, Frankie beats uh, Cheeto Vera as well. Fucking Sean. My picks a little bit. Sean O'Malley could fucking. Hope his career looks anywhere as good as Frank. Facts. He does say he wants to fight for that long. So he, you're speaking the truth there. I got Frankie beating Cheeto. My pick's a little bit picked uh, in love, but we'll see what happens. No, I mean, if, if I was going to be biased, a lot of these cards would just be nothing, or my picks would be nothing but fan favorites. I wouldn't. Frankie, I think Rockhold's going to get slept. I think oh, really? I think Rockhold beats him. I think he's going to get slept. I think his chin is shot. I think he's way too good for Sean Strickland. Look, I'm not disputing Luke Rockhold isn't a fucking master strike striker. I just have no faith in his chin whatsoever. Yeah. We'll All see. All it takes is one shot. Don't forget that uh, Jimmy... Was it Jimmy? No. Uh, it was Jimmy Manuel, right? Or Brad? Or, yeah. Or who was it that almost fucked him up? I'm forgetting his... I'm spacing on his name on 
Rockhold. Uh, was it Brad? Who? Uh, who's uh, his last fight? Jan Jan Bakovich knocked no, him out. No, no, no. The he's gonna the fucking black dude sounds racist. David Branch. David Branch. There you go. That was forever ago. Yeah, but I mean, like. And Luke finished him. Yeah. Barely. TKO. Yeah, he got clipped, though. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. Charles Oliveira got after, clipped, after, and he's holding gold. After Bisping, you know, took his chin. You know what I mean? We'll Luke, see. Luke Rockles hasn't been the same. I think Luke beats him up. Well, I got Sean Strickland, Strickland in that. We got the lightweight fight, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. I think this is for sure a 50-50, but if I had to, gun to my head. Michael Chandler, gun to my head. But I, I'm rooting for Justin, honestly. A gun to my head, I think Chandler, just because I, I don't The wrestling. The wrestling. That's a, it's, I feel I mean, that's a, that's the main thing in like every fight now. Or it yeah. always has been. Who could, who could you know, if you're good at wrestling, you dictate whether you stand or... The wrestling, or for wrestling. sure. But I mean, Justin's always hyping, gassing up his wrestling, but you never know. Nah. But, uh... I feel like Justin could take way more damage. <laughs> Not that this should resort to that, but uh, I don't. We'll see. I feel I, if I had to like just fucking bro science and go on just a will, I'd give it to Gaethje. I'm I'm rooting for Gaethje. I'm rooting for Gaethje, but gun to my head, I think Chandler wins. We got Rose versus Wally Zhang. I think Zhang gets her in the rematch. Yeah, she's training here in Arizona. I mean, I I. I give her the benefit of the doubt of what she said. That uh, and so who was part of her camp? I mean, uh, like I said, uh, or before you this striking's off, clean. Before you so rudely cut me off, I think Wei Li was legitimately affected by Weidman snapping his leg. I I do think that fucked with her, in my opinion. Like she just had an off night. Yeah, and you know it's possible. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. She turned in one of the best fights of the decade. She's a champ in a. To be real, it'd be go- it'd be dope to have a trilogy between them. Yeah, I mean, if you think she finishes her or what? I think Rose or I think Whaley could finish. I mean, clearly they could both Rose could finish Wayne, but I feel like Zayn could. Uh, the kick was so sexy. I don't think she's all that real. I don't see it. But <sighs> um, you want something controversial, bro? What? I think Whaley's hotter than Rose. Whaley's hot. But um. I mean, respect to both of you. We know you both would fuck us up. But um, I feel like Whaley... What about Pat Berry? Would Pat Berry fuck us up? He would. With one kick, fuck both of us up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no doubt. Shout out to Pat Berry. Shout out to Pat Berry. But, uh, you know, I feel like like the purest in me, I think it'd be good for the sport if Whaley won, like you said, just because... Uh, yeah. It creates a trilogy and it keeps that division interesting. Because I feel like if you get a champ that was as dominant as uh, the Boogie Woman was, Joanna Jacek, for as long as she was, it stagnates and you get the Demetrius Johnson effect, you know, like the way you were seeing. Like, by all accounts, all the women's divisions are either tied up with Amanda, she's fucking tight, dicking down two different divisions. One is essentially opened until she decides she doesn't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other one is uh, Valentina Shashenko, in my opinion, the best. And Rose. And then, so, but I mean, and uh, what is it? what's her weight class? For yeah. Rose's? Featherweight or Bantamweight? Strawweight. Strawweight. I feel it's like, it's either Rose, Whaley, or Joanna. 
the Darren's making her way up there. What's your favorite fighter, man? Tisha Torres is also making her time. way up there. Oh, fuck. So what do we think is going to happen in the Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington fight? Or I guess before we move on, I forgot to give my uh, prediction for the Rose Namajunas fight, and I pre- predict Rose to win. I do agree with you, though. I think both those fighters can win the fight and can be I think that's by each a other. 50-50. But yeah, I got Rose. Madison Square Garden. She's going to be affected by the booze. Shout out to the She needs to go out with her Tyron Woodley Woodley headphones and just wear the uh, headphones. No, if she walks out to headphones, she ain't going to throw a punch the whole fight. We'll see what happens. But um, Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. I got got Colby, bro. I got Usman. I think... uh, think, So then, essentially, you're saying Kamara's improved more than Colby's improved. I I think they've both improved. I think Trevor Whitman took Kamara Usman to the next level. We'll see, man. I mean, that's a fair statement. But we'll it, see how there, good Colby's There's coaches. a very, very fucking clear distinction between oh, Usman pre-Whitman and after Whitman. I just mean we'll, we'll notice after uh, like how good Colby's new What has Colby are. done? Well, he beat the shit out of Woodley and then just got knocked out and just sat out for a year. Well, no, I know. But I'm saying we'll see how good Colby's new coaches are after after this performance. I think Colby fucked up. He should have stayed with his coaches. At ATT? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't know if you know his fake his fake drama with uh, Masvidal, you know, finally booted him out of there or or what. But I feel like he fucked up, like all fighters do, in my opinion, when they leave the people that got him there. I got Kobe beating him. I don't think so. I think Usman's hands are way deadlier. If I had to give an, an, a legitimate edge to Kobe, I think his cardio is his best weapon, most deadly weapon. But I don't bl- I don't know. I just feel like in other... His cardio is definitely his deadliest weapon. That is a stud. Yeah. But I feel like Usman has all the other box checked except the cardio. And on top of that, it's crazy. He says he gets all his cardio out of the bedroom too, which is just mad impressive. Because, like, I could, you got to understand he's fucking all day. You know what I mean? He's, to be in the octagon that long. He just always has a fucking baby rash going he's on. straight he's up just... a stallion, bro. <laughs> this is, uh... What what do you call it? What is a? I wonder what he does I'm, at I'm the gym. I'm not calling him a Nazi, but what what does a Hitler call him? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! His, his, uh, You're the, so dark. <laughs> no, what the fuck is uh? <laughs> You're fucking up my. I'm not support, I'm not supporting this. <laughs> his uh, his super soldier or whatever. What the fuck does he call him? You know, he's built like a tank. Beautiful blue eyes. Oh my god! It's getting worse and worse. I don't know, man. Uh, you ruined my you ruined my joke. <laughs> I ruined it. You yeah. ruined it, bro. You made it you made it get all awkward. <laughs> but uh, I feel like Kobe should have taken a fight, honestly. We'll see, man. He I got Kobe beating him. I feel like he's Obviously like, Kamara's been way more active. So And deadly active. He just fucking starched Masvidal. Whether yeah. he, whether you thought that was gonna happen or not, he starched Masvidal. Nobody thought Cold, that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Cold. Yeah. And, He's, uh, this is gonna be his third fight this year, and it's only freaking yeah. it's only September. He could fight one more if he really wanted to. If he fucking beats the shit out of Kobe, I don't think he beats the shit out of him. I, I think, think it's a hard fight. I yeah. think it's a competitive fight, but I wouldn't be surprised if though. If he gets him out early, yeah. yeah, he could fight one more time. I wouldn't be surprised if he did starch him early because the way he's been fighting and been active, like you said. But I do predict Kobe to win the fight. 
But I would not be surprised if Usman won and if Usman won by finish at Usman's that. Usman's trying to be a millionaire by the end of the year, I don't bro. really think Colby finishes Usman, but no. I do think he beats him in a decision. But I would not be surprised if Usman finished Colby at all. No, now you're just fucking covering your tracks. No, I think it's just he, a fair assessment. I think Usman sleeps him, bro. It's a fair assessment. You don't even know what you're talking what do you about. What do you think's next for uh, Masvidal? Have you heard anything about him? Speaking of uh, Game Bread, shout out to Game Bread. No, he's not doing anything. He's actually going to retire. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, because uh, I know the, the latest thing I heard about him is he's postponing his. Uh, he's not postponing ba- bare knuckle right? uh, fighting championship match to a later date and combining it with one of his other cards because of the hurricane. Yeah, he didn't want to take. So he doesn't want to take up hotel right? rooms and stuff, which makes sense. Shout good. out to him. I'm sure that cost him too. Yeah, it's a good move on him. Um, he said he's down to fight. One of the, any of the Paul brothers, but he also wants to be a title contender again. That's the latest things that he's saying. I mean, respect a, to him. I mean, he has a, he's been saying he has a UFC um, a meeting with the UFC. So, but he's kind of been saying. Yes, who do you think he's gonna fight? If because I, I doubt it's Colby. I doubt he sits out that long. If I had to guess, ten foil half. If you have to he guess, he should steal the fight from a. He should steal the fight from Nick Diaz and fight Vicente Luque, or. You should fight Gilbert Nick. Burns. You mean Nate? Sorry, Nate. You should steal the fight from Nate. Or do you think? Or you should fight Gilbert Burns. The or smarter thing would be to fight Gilbert Burns because he's ranked higher. Mm. That'd he be could a good fight, that. honestly. He could steal that spot right away. That'd and be then he'd be one fight away from a title fight, which would be crazy. The UFC would probably make him do two. But he'd, he'd really be one fight away, realistically. If he beats Gilbert, and I feel like that's a really tough matchup for both, both gentlemen... I feel like they would make him fight the loser of Usman and Kobe. Yeah. Before he fights for the title. Oh, for sure. He has to fight somebody for sure. No matter what. But it would put him right there. Mm-hmm. I think they might even make him fight the loser and somebody else if Usman still has the belt. Maybe he fights a... Uh, but there's no, there's, there's no doubt he could be in line for the belt. Maybe he fights our boy, Stephen Thompson. He could. I mean, I feel like that's safe. But he that. should definitely fight Gilbert. Depends. But he said if... Uh, Nick looks good. He could fight Nick. That's the money fight right He said there. it's somebody he's always wanted to fight when he was back in Strike Force, but he was about 155. I think, I mean, by no accounts am I calling fucking Robbie Lovejoy a tune-up fight. But depending on how good and clean Nick looks, I think that's the only fight he should take after that Ruth and the Robbie fight. Him and Mazadal. Just fucking make bank. One big fat stack. Yeah. Be the talk of all people, and you can position yourself. Probably not as good as Nate, but you have you have a pretty big bargaining chip, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, well, Shout this, out to the Diaz brothers, keeping it real. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, Charles Oliveira is supposed to fight Dustin Poirier, or do you think Dustin's going to end up taking the Nate fight? He should fucking take the Nate fight. I mean, I don't know, because I feel. I mean, obviously, you know, Poirier cares about the money, but I feel like, I'm sh- I mean, who the fuck knows? I, I can't imagine what I would do if someone was offering me millions to fight, you know what I mean? But I, I feel like he wouldn't be satisfied with his career, even though he retires a millionaire, if he never became a champ. Yeah. But who knows, you know, everyone's priorities are different. I feel you. But if, I, f- I, think, I feel like he's going to fight Oliveira before he fights Nate. So who do you think wins? I think Oliveira wins. Really? Yeah. I think I think Dustin wins. Because I don't think Oliveira is going to try to box him. I think Dustin finishes him. 
Like Justin, like Justin Gaethje says, Michael Chandler showed that Oliveira has quit in him. That was that was a badass little speech by Gaethje. That whole you were like, "Fuck, I wanted to go knock out Charles Oliveira after that speech." <laughs> I was about to fly down to Brazil, <laughs> look for him. No, nah, but I but, mean, uh, I I get it. I mean, he says that, but then he turned around and fucking knocked out Chandler. By all accounts, Chandler has quit in him too. You know what I mean? So. It, I don't it, know. It, it didn't look like Chandler was fucking trying to quit during his. Sure as fuck didn't look like Oliveira was trying to quit. He survived, recovered, and moved his head. Chan. All that stuff. Yeah. So oh. I get it. Justin gave a good speech, dude. Cool soundbite. Yeah, for sure. Cool soundbite. But I mean, look, man. And if you really want to fucking be that guy, I'm like, Dustin's or Justin's been knocked out too. Whether he quit or not, he got knocked out. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I got Oliveira. I think Oliveira is just all, way more dangerous than Poirier is. You think Francis fights gone before the end of the year? They should. They should. I don't see why not. Gone didn't take any fucking damage. So, but I, uh, I know they're trying to schedule it for January, which is retarded. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that is retarded. If, I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I you. And Francis is already so unhappy with the UFC. He could just be like, fuck it, dude. I'm not trying to sell out, you know. You know, or I'm not trying to save your card at the end of the year. I'm like, fuck it. I'll, I'll fight in January. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe Francis is pissed. Maybe we get to Gary Francis. And he wants to, you know, come out and sleep serial gone. But who the fuck knows? But, you know, I feel like the UFC, by all accounts, is more of a entertainment at this point than purest combat. Mm, yeah, no, that's fair. So, for the most part, lightweight division. I mean, some of the divisions are just fucking monster houses. Yeah. Gotta really blame uh, what's his... Look, the heavyweight division has always struggled since the inception of uh, the UFC. And I feel like Jones is taking too long, in my opinion, to come out as a heavyweight. The heavyweight division has the biggest weight discrepancy. You can be like anywhere from two fifteen. Hey, bro, Cain Velasquez walked around at legit two thirty five, bro. Yeah. And fucked up people up. So I ain't trying to hear all that. He was the smallest and lightest by all accounts heavyweights, and he didn't fucking make any excuses. People forget. Y'all must have forgot how fucking dominant Cain Velasquez was. Go look at him fight fucking uh, Junior Dos Santos. You could even look at him getting knocked out and watch the next two. And watch watch Cain Velasquez takes that man's career out of him. Take out his fighting spirit. Must have forgot about Cain Velasquez. Put some respect on Cain Velasquez's name. Cain Velasquez is whatever. Stipe Miocic is the GOAT. Stipe would get smoked by Velasquez. But, you know. Tweet his own. Or fucking comment who do you think is uh, the greatest heavyweight. I live and die saying it's Kane. His fucking warm-up fight coming back after a three- or four-year hiatus is Francis Ngannou. Francis. But, but for sure, scariest on physique alone is Francis. No questions. Scariest heavyweight of all time. Or maybe Uberim, I don't know. Uberim was pretty terrifying. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Brock Lesnar also is jacked, so... No, Ubering fucked him up, so that puts him out of the equation. Doesn't matter. He's still jacked. We're talking about just scariest. Like, no, no. Brock's sp- speaking fucking... of Ubering, I think he's... I think he's... Uh, Brock's huge, too. I so. think he's closing in on uh, his deal for his comeback fight. And yeah, he's fighting. It's already glory, closed. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. fighting He's fighting the glory champ. He's going to lose. I don't know. I'm just happy he's back. Mm. I think he's one, he's one of my favorite heavyweights, cheater or not. He's 100% going to lose that fight. Who's he fighting? I didn't. I, all I saw was that he was uh, close to uh, negotiating or close to finishing a deal. Yeah, he's fighting some the glory heavyweight champion, and he's a badass. So so is Francis or so is Alistair. He's just got yeah. A shot chin, man. I don't know. I think he's gonna lose for sure. We'll see what happens. October twenty third. Damn, there's a, there's a we got Chad Mendes coming back. The return of the Reem. Or demo, what do you call him stuff now? The demolition man? The demo, I don't know. Demolition, demolition man. man. He calls himself Uber No, I'm just kidding. Since he <laughs> left the UFC. He's like, out of the USADA pool. Fresh now. Uber is the nickname. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and then, uh, I know they're trying to make Brandon Moreno and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Alexander... Uh, what is you it? You mean Askar Askarov? Or Alexander Pantoja. Pantoja. I'm pretty sure that's the fight they're trying to make right now. I thought it was Asuka. I could be wrong, but I mean, I think that's the fight they were trying to make. I don't know. Because by all accounts, I don't think Darius and Figueiredo deserves a rematch. He got his ass beat. And I think he deserves a rematch. I don't. He lost. He definitely beat him in the first fight. That was a draw. Not. I haven't seen the first fight in a while. Well, I mean... He only lost because they took a point, you know? I mean... Because he kicked him in the dick. Don't stop being a fucking cheater, then. He twisted his dick off. He grabbed his dick and twisted it? Yeah. Did you watch uh, Shang-Chi? No. I didn't even know that was out. It just got out. Are you going to watch it? Is it on Disney Plus? No, it's in theaters. No. We're going to go right now. We're going to go right now and go watch it, guys. No, I'm just kidding. I, f- I barely finally, for the first time, saw Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Good, because that movie was spoiled for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the end credit was spoiled for me. Like, you know what I mean? Spoiler, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I feel like that Mysterio fight was pretty dope. Which Visually, the Mysterio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was a good fight. Do you think, uh, did you watch Snake Eyes? That's a good movie. No, you should watch Snake Eyes. I've seen it. Good movie. I was super surprised. Did you watch Black Widow? Nope. Are you going to? Eventually, when it's free on... It is. is it? Oh, no, it's not. No, it's that dumbass prime. That's why HBO Max... Shout out to HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max. I agree. For sure, if not the best, like, show or whatever, provider of... Snake Eyes is on Paramount+. Plus. Fuck Paramount+. Plus. The only thing you got is The Office. And you're fucking trying to cancel The Office. Fucking woke culture ruining The Office. One of the greatest comedies ever written. You're trying to fucking... You're starting to pull episodes. Fuck Paramount Plus. The only thing you got is fucking South Park. That's it. So Shang-Chi looks good in the previews. I don't know. I'm gonna... You know what? I didn't realize that that dude was a dude from Kung Fu Hustle. When I realized he was a guy from Kung Fu Hustle, it made me want to watch Kung Fu Hustle. Not Shang-Chi. Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle. Shout out to the people who made Kung Fu Hustle. One of the best <laughs> fucking movies ever. The movie's good. It's one of the <sighs> best of all time. If you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Did you watch the Spider-Man trailer now that you watched the Spider-Man movie? Mm, yeah, well, I saw the Spider-Man trailer in, in whole. 
before I even saw the movie. That's how I knew. Spoiler alert that uh, Mysterio exposes his identity. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, because that's how the trailer starts, yeah. huh? I'm like, I didn't know so, that happened. So. What'd you think of the Spider Man trailer? I mean, I'm sure they're going to show it in the next trailer. It's bound to happen, but I feel like they should have just led by showing all the Spider Mints. Yeah, probably. But I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's a teaser, quote unquote. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, anyone who knows, fucking knows, you know. Yeah. But um, I just hope it's good. It'll be good. Like, like I hope they don't try to. For sure, like for me, I guess for us or our generation who grew up with Tobey Maguire, I hope they don't try to just bury him. You know what I mean? And use him as a like. Well, I feel like it still has to be Tom Holland's movie. No, for sure. But, like, I don't want it to be, like, I don't want Tom, Tom, Tobey Maguire to be used as a stepping stone just for Tom Holland. You know oh, no, I mean? I'm sure he's going to get his like, due. Like, if anything, they should for sure make Tobey Maguire out, like, uh... Supposedly they're co-stars. Um, they should make it, like, uh, the Marlon Marais movie into the Spider-Verse. Like, if they want to, like, pay perfect homage to Tobey Maguire, yeah. just make him, like, the perfect Spider-Man, and you can, you know, kill him off, or whatever, if you want to, like, if you don't want him taking... kill him off. Yeah, like, if you don't want him, like, taken away from yeah. uh, make Tom him, Holland. Make him dead. Yeah. Because by, by all accounts, I mean, I feel like Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire are, like, what people are tuning in for. Like, from, like, the people I talk to don't really care about Andrew Garfield, in my opinion. The Eternals looks good. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen anything. I'm so disinterested in that. The Eternals trailer looks dope. You should check it out. No, I've seen it, but I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I'm so disinterested. Like, I'm not... But, well, I wasn't interested at all until their second trailer, and it looks super cool. What about The Matrix? We should be getting a trailer for that soon. Man, I'm, I'm hyped, because uh, Matrix Eternals. 4 and the new John Wick come out in the same month. Uh, maybe the Matrix got pushed like a week or two. I mean, oh, same month, whatever. But the Matrix, oh no, the Matrix got pulled like a week or two, like closer. But anyways, because it's probably the one to compete against John Wick. Still gonna come out. It's gonna be the month this of year, which is crazy. Matrix yeah. is gonna come out this year. I'm so hyped. I'm just curious on what the fuck they're gonna do with it. You know what I mean? It's gonna be fucking awesome. And he has facial hair in the movie, which I think is weird. I mean, Keanu's older. I mean, I don't know. And yeah. like I said, he was filming John Wick. So, if I had to guess, there were some contractual issues. You probably needed the facial yeah. hair? Yeah, whatever. That's what happened with uh, Superman and Mission Impossible. That was that whole thing, the whole debacle. But honestly, I'm hyped. I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. But yeah, and then uh, games. You excited for any games coming up? No, just Dying Light 2. I'm excited for Far Cry 6, even though... If I could buy an Xbox, I'd be more excited, but you can't even buy an Xbox, so it's whatever. Just fucking pay $8,000 from a scalper and you get one. No, you do it. Buy me one. And then, uh... Fucking ask, uh, your boy Jerry. He doesn't have a friend that does it anymore. (laughs) That guy moved jobs. But, uh... Demon Slayer, that's another one. You should watch that anime. I recently, I recently saw the, the movie, too. You should watch Titans. I think I've seen it. Oh, you're talking about the DC thing, right? <laughs> it's the best DC show I've ever seen. Season 2 has, like, legit fucking full-on naked titties. I was like, holy shit. But also, it's just, like, the most violent DC show. They throw down. I feel like they're just... It's a good show. I haven't I mean, seen I it. I got Emilio into it, and he's, like, halfway through season 2 already. 
and season threes are uh, like ongoing as we speak. It's really good. I haven't seen it before. You're trying to describe it or describing it to me. I feel like they're just trying to make the boys. No, that's good. I'm waiting for the, the boys. Was, that's what I'm fucking waiting for. The boys. Titans was Invisible. before the boys, so. Was season one as violent as season two? For for Titans. Titans. Well, no, I mean like the oh, fights yeah. are violent and, br- and brutal. Like the boys is more violent. But Titans Titans came out before the boys. It's just a DC show that's really good. You should watch it. That's all I'm saying. Maybe eventually. I'm not in a rush. It's like Doom Patrol, Darkness, and Adult, but it's way more violent. Doom Patrol. They actually fight. Doom Patrol is a good show. But But Titans is better because it's more violent. No, I'm I'm fucking trying to binge watch Adventure Time right now. Well, that's gay. No, it's one of the greatest things ever. You're gay. Just because you didn't have a fucking childhood. Just because you don't like. To feel things every once in a while. Just grow up and start watching uh, adult version of Adventure Time, uh, the live action. <laughs> like I am with Titans. No, I'm no. just kidding. Um, no, but I guess that's all I'm doing really is watching Titans. Are you watching anything besides Adventure Time? No, I'm rewatching Demon Slayer with my kid. She it's got, okay. She got in it. So it's alright. I, I mean, I like it. I don't know. That's all I could say it's about It's better it. than the anime I'm watching right now. Because you watch garbage-ass anime. I've watched a lot of anime. There's just nothing new to watch. garbage-ass anime. There's just nothing new to watch, so I'm watching Karuka's Basketball Season 3. <laughs> I just <laughs> uploaded it to Netflix. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Get Crunchyroll, <laughs> get Crunchyroll bro. And you'll have all the anime. No, I watch anime, like, Illegally. on other sources. But, uh, but, yeah, they just uploaded that one, and I watched that one. Pretty soon, Sony is going to be like, if you buy a PlayStation Plus, you get Crunchyroll for free. Really? Yeah. Forever? Sony bought out the Crunchyroll. They bought the company. That's cool. Supposedly Skyrim, the new Skyrim or Elder Scrolls, whatever you want to call this, is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Like, Xbox it's not confirmed PC. yet, but they're, like, basically saying. No. Phil Spencer already pretty much like, yeah, dog. Next Skyrim is an Xbox fuck exclusive. Fuck you, PlayStation boys. Which is crazy because Skyrim is a huge title. Like one of the biggest titles in the world. Starfield or whatever, that other Bethesda game, exclusive too. I think it's only coming out on PC and Xbox. Yeah. Or maybe just Xbox, I don't know. Depending if they want to sell more consoles. If they can, you know, with all the scalpers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, definitely check out Titans. Think about it. It's cool. The Boys is dope too. I don't know, I'm just, uh, not burned out, but I'm just kind of jaded on all the, the superhero shit. Man, so we always t- wanted a live action, a live action, uh, Titans. We get one and you're upset. But it's nothing like a CW show, I'll tell you that, it's a good show. I've, I've never, There's a reason why HBO picked it up, because it was originally a sci-fi show. And, like, HBO saw the fortune in it, picked it up. I don't know, I'm just, I just want Snyderverse back. Just one Ben Affleck. Krypton was a decent show. I don't know if you ever saw that. That no. was on the Sci Fi Channel. No, I didn't really watch like some DC or superhero like TV live dramas. You didn't watch Gotham at all. That was no. a decent show. I saw the picture of I guess one of the Joker's versions because I guess there's two, right? Or whatever. I don't know. But he looked so retarded, and I was just like, nope. Yeah, he did look a bit silly. I gotta and admit. Then, um, 
I remember I saw Batman, like, his debut, and I'm like, God, I get it's an origin show, but I'm like, he looks <sighs> pathetic. So that just made On me... On what? Gotham. Oh, yeah. So that just made me even more, like, no, I'm good. I feel you. So, nah. Like I said, I'm binge-watching. There are aspects of Titans that's whack as hell, but for the most part, it's a really good show. Like I said, I'm just binge-watching uh, Adventure Time and Demon Slayer with my kid. So it's my life right now. Have you watched the season of Rick and Morty at all? I saw the first episode of the new season, then I haven't seen anything new. Mm, but you should watch it. It's really good. That's what I heard, and then uh, you see all the shit they're doing with Christopher Lloyd? That shit looks dope as fuck, all the live action. Yeah, they just released more stuff today. Yeah. I hope... I mean, I, w- I hope they release something, but at the same time, I don't care. I'm, I'm sure it's all just shorts. Yeah. But, but I would hope so, too. That looks cool. But I was going to say, but like, if they can't do it up to the standard they can like with the cartoon, then I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, how are they supposed like to go writing, on some crazy writing, space adventure? Writing-wise. Like, if they can't make Christopher Lloyd as funny as Drake, I'm sure they could. It. I just don't think, like I said, he can't go... And then like, the dude's like 100 stuff. years old, so you know that's what, what I mean? I'm saying. Like, I'm not asking for That's why I said, if it's just going to be shorts, I'm cool with it. But, like, in a perfect world, like, if they could do something cool with Christopher Lloyd, and the dude from uh, well, Stranger Things, that'd, who, be, that'd be cool. Well, he's from Back to the Future. Yeah, well, the whole Rick and Morty's based on Back yeah. to the Future. I was going to say, yeah, he's based on him. But, yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on, Mom, before we call it a day? I'm just waiting for Microsoft or Xbox specifically to uh, sponsor us so I could uh, hide the shit out of other games. That'd be nice. Xbox like, like I said, man, sponsor. Ubisoft, I'm really excited for Far Cry 6. Can't wait. It's like, what is it, like three weeks away now? Something like that? Yeah. Or four weeks. And then uh, you got the Demon Slayer game coming out, which I'm pretty excited for. I'm always supporting anime games. And then uh, Dying Light comes out shortly after my birthday. Halo, honestly, I'm not that excited for. I feel like it's going to suck. I feel like 343 has kind of ruined Halo, in my opinion. The multiplayer looked dope. I mean, that's not... I mean, I don't know. Multiplayer looked awesome. For me, I mean, I'm sure I'm in the minority, but Halo, you always used to be about the story for me. We'll see what happens. And I feel like they fucked that up. Halo 2, 3, and 4 were good, so... Bun, let's just put it this way. Bungie had the best Halos. I don't know, and man. We'll see. Microsoft it. knows it's their baby, so we'll see. Yeah, and they launched it with, I don't know, beating a dead horse, but I'm not excited for Halo. I'm worried. And, uh, yeah. Dying Light comes out shortly after my birthday. I already said that. Yep. Just honestly, just waiting for Far Cry 6, Dying Light. And then I recently got that game, Mortal Shell. They released some DLC for it. Pretty Never excited. Heard of it. It's a Souls like video game. We're going to play some Dead by Daylight tonight. No, we're, no, we're not. I'm so uninterested in that game. Emilio's going to play with us. Emilio doesn't do anything. He already installed it. So, uh, he's gonna play it once and get mad. And no, nah, man, fuck this game. And we're gonna play that tonight. We're gonna play some Dead by Daylight in like an hour or two. See about that. We're gonna run from killers. It's gonna be a great time, all three of us. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna have their feelings hurt. We're gonna laugh about how funny it is and how much we suck. But, uh, I guess check us out on Instagram. Follow our Instagram at My Best Friends Podcast. Hit us up. 
if you want, with a follow. More importantly, just listen. Tell your friends to listen. We talk about cool shit. Bruh. We're cool people. <laughs> <laughs> talk about fucking begging for... No, but... uh. I'm a dad. It's my son's birthday. He's five. I'm excited. Happy birthday. He's asleep right now. Usually the kid that you might hear in the background occasionally, it's his birthday. That's his birthday. But, uh, yeah, you know, super tiny channel. Oh, you know what I want to just talk about real quick, real quick, before we do call it a day? Brendan Schaub was talking crap about Ariel Hawani on his show when oh, Ariel yeah, Hawani yeah, came yeah. out. Ariel Hawani came out and he said, Fucking like... guns blazing is what he did. Yeah, and he said that Brendan Schaub called him and was like, hey, I want to apologize and you know what Ariel's response was? He came out on air and said that. He goes, if you really mean what you're saying, then apologize and, like, on resend, yeah, resend, your, resend your statement on camera, uh, on air, on your show. And he's like, which makes perfect sense. He's like, if you want to bash me on your show, then don't just apologize privately, which is good. He's like, I appreciate the private apologies, like, but also you think you should do it publicly since you want to bash me publicly. And I was like, you know what? That makes perfect sense. Look, and usually I'm like more against Ariel and like when he's being a little bit of a I don't like Ariel. But that came off like really like, yeah, you should. But I, I wanted your take because you don't like both of them. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Look, I don't like either of them. But they're both for very different reasons. I'm sure I've discussed it ad nauseum on the podcast. At least with me he has. Yeah, but uh, the way... Uh, I, I, honestly, I love what Ariel's say, saying. His fucking Hilani. Hilani. Yeah, his character. His, his character he's playing is funny. It's fucking perfect, man. Look, I don't know if this is legitimately like Ariel being unhinged, like, meaning like there's no I'm like, sure buffers he's, well, anymore. Well, he's probably just leaning into it. You know, he's leaning no, into it. No, for sure. And look, look, by all accounts, Ariel's been MMA's punching bag yeah. for essentially his whole career. Whether you like him or not, you know, he's been the punching bag. Like, the Diaz brothers don't like him. Like, Dana White doesn't like him. The biggest fucking show or company, MMA company, on the face of the earth fucking hates you and knows you by name. You know what I mean? So, like, look. But his whole heel on thing, and I think the way he fucking shut Brandon down, Brendan, shut him down, put him in his place, honestly, fucking 10 out of 10 right there. That's fucking peak WWF. Well, I just appreciate the fact that he said, look, I appreciate the private apology and all that. Yeah. I but I'm going to say what I said to him privately as well. And he said, if you're going to, you know, bash me in public, then at least apologize in public as well. And I agree. I agree, too. I feel like Brendan, Brendan was being a little bitch. I didn't, I didn't, I bet he didn't expect Ariel to come firing back at him like that, honestly. Yeah. And we'll, I mean, we'll see because uh, Brendan usually uploads today. So I'll probably either listen to it today or tomorrow. If he did, if you're not, he'll upload tomorrow. And I'm really curious to see if he does respond. I think he should uh, man up and uh, apologize. And I think he will, to be honest. But we'll see. I think he'll do it, but I don't think he's doing it. I don't think it really matters if he does it or not, though. Like, if he doesn't, I don't think it's a big deal. It's not. But I I do think he does, but we'll see. All this this is doing, it doesn't affect Shab at all. But all this does is help boost bolster Ariel's career. Well, the fact that Ariel even came out and said, like, Brendan called me and apologized is enough, almost. So we'll see. That's why I said I don't think it's that big of a deal. Oh, no, but Hilani, 10 out of 10. Hilani, 10 out of 10. Unhinged Hilani. No filter Hilani. Shout out to Hilani. (laughs) No, I still don't like you, but the shit, this fucking unfiltered you, uncorporate bullshit you, 
I like it. We didn't shout out any of the podcasts that we like and listen to on this episode, which is the first. Shout out to Believe You Me. Shout out to Waiting In Podcast. Shout out to Joe Rogan, even though I don't really listen to you anymore. I have to listen to you. Uh, uh, did I say shout out Weighing In? Yeah. Shout out Weighing In. Yeah, Mike Swick is cool. Shout out to Mike Swick. No, you guys should follow uh, Michael Bisping on his own. Oh, Michael person. Bisping's personal YouTube page personal is going YouTube. up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost pretty good. It's really good. You know, well, I like it. It was, if you guys are... Uh, it's starting to get more like Chael Sonnen's, but with Michael Bisping's touch, which I like a lot. Meaning just the professionalism. Yeah, you know, Michael Bisping's got that fucking British charm, you know, so... Yeah, that's a good... That's a good... It's a definitely a good follow for any MMA fans. Um, you know, if you if you guys are like us, which I'm assuming you are, people that like to devour MMA content, I think Michael Bisping's. Uh, no, you like UFC content. We're going to like the Bellator. Said, we're going to the Bellator fights though, and Eduardo's going to change his mind. Like I said, uh, don't watch worry. Karate Combat. That's, that's oh yeah, he watches about. Karate Combat. And uh, <laughs> no, and then uh, remember that one of the best knockouts I guess I feel like we can both say or agree that's like one of the peak knockouts like recently is from the PFL those two ladies oh she, my god where she shut her down real quick with her right didn't we talk about that on the last episode no I don't think we did I don't know but regardless oh my god she fucking turned the button off with the right and then fucking buried her with a left kick to the face dude it was one of the most vicious knockouts i've ever seen I it's think... definitely like the most vicious lady knockout i've ever seen no of most no that that's <laughs> that's uh jessica Andrade and uh carolina rose? oh i thought you were gonna say when she no when jessica Andra... rose no when carolina and uh jessica Andrade fought and she fucking tightened her i don't know i thought when she uh powerbombed Shout rose that was, that was more violent to be honest I think, it, I mean, visually, but I think just sheer, like, holy shit, this bitch got knocked out. I don't know. For me, Dude, that was that punch kick bring, that we just saw from the PFL. Bring up Jessica Andrade knocking out Carolina. That's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Dude, did this you see her? Did you die. did you see her eye after that? Yeah. Her fucking eye would roll back into her head from how fucking much damage. Unless I'm remembering the wrong fight, like damage wise. Probably he thought freaking Cody Garbrandt Cody fought Garbrandt. Robbie Lawler. Cody Garbrandt would fuck up Robbie Lawler, dude, in a heartbeat. You were like, yeah, for sure they fought. But um, but yeah, I mean that PFL one. I mean I don't really know their names, but that was uh one of my favorite KOs in recent memory, right next to uh, Edson Barboza and his fucking ten or five second delay KO. Yeah. That was pretty sick, too. I don't know. I mean, MMA fights have been really good this year. Yeah. I feel you. Well, yeah. Check us out on My Best Friends Podcast. Give us a follow. Fuck that. Follow Michael Bisping. Tell your friends. Follow Michael Bisping. Shout and out Chale. to the account. And shout out to uh, Uncle Chael. He, he has a good podcast. He has a good Josh one as Thompson. Well. Josh Thompson. The bad guy. The, the punk. Man. Shout out Nate Diaz. Shout out Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz Army. It's fucking weird, right? Like what? how far MMA's come. This is like totally off topic. Or like this is a random thought that I've been having. Well, like it's safe to say me and you have been watching like MMA at least. We, I mean, if we want to like age ourselves, we've been watching UFC since like day one. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, almost, and like, basically. And, like, now it's, like, so common. You have all these wonderful 
like podcast. You got all these ex-fighters. When we were watching the UFC, they were still only having like minimal pay-per-views when we first started. I just remember when all the events were free, dude. No, there were pay-per-views. No, I mean, there was pay-per-views, but I mean, everything, there was no fucking paywalls. There was no bullshit. It was just tune in and watch some fights. Not like now. Spike TV. And before you guys start doubting me, I used to buy every single fucking pay-per-view. Used to. Used to. Until Dana White got all retarded or whoever. I'm going to increase. Did How? you see all that gear he just gave to somebody? Just because they said no. I've been buying every pay-per-view since like the 90s. He's like, can I get anything? He's like, I'm not asking for a lot. He's like, a keychain, maybe a coffee mug or something. He's like, or a, co- a coaster. And Dana White responded and said, DM me your address and information. He goes, I'm about to rain uh, merch down on you like you'll never believe. <laughs> like, I'm sure he did, but apparently he said like, I'm gonna rain down merch on you, like legit. Fuck, so. dude. I used Dana to... seems cool as fuck. Look, Dana, like I've, I've. I was 100... like, man, I wish I sent him that message because we've been like that. Fuck. Dude, like I said, I would. I used to buy. I've, I've been subscribed to Fight Pass since day one. I used to buy all their fucking uh, pay per views. I think the last pay per view I bought before prices started going up was Adesanya and Anderson Silva. That's how recently I was still buying them. Yeah, I still buy the yearly subscription to uh, Fight Pass, but I feel like you put your pay per views behind a paywall only to pay for the pay per view, and I feel like that's that's too much, man. So that's why I opted out, and uh, now I just have to wait for uh, the fights to be free, you know. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait and then catch the YouTube highlights and post fight interviews. No, I'm just kidding, but um. But oh well, shout out to Darren Till too, man. We still love you, bro. We're still sponsored by Raw Dog. Still, still, still Raw Dog Nation till we die. I, I think Darren Till turns it around. I hope for him, man. I'm hopeful for, for hopeful for him. Just like I'm hopeful for Kevin Lee. <laughs> I think Kevin Lee's about to get cut. Look, I know we've been saying we're gonna end Dude, the episode. Darren Till too, man. Four out of five, bro. Fuck, Look, like it's a big deal. It is. But it comes. Kevin Lee's losing to the best people too, like really good people. That guy he just lost was a badass. I mean, I know he's barely in the rankings after beating Kevin Lee, but he got put in the rankings after beating Kevin Lee, who wasn't in the rankings. They the UFC recognizes how good Kevin Lee is. Amen. That's all I'm saying. So both these guys, both both well, you don't like Kevin Lee, but I like Kevin Lee. That doesn't matter. Let's 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 talk money. Let's talk money. I'm saying we both like Darren Till. Who would sell out an arena? Kevin Lee or Darren Till? Well, they both sell tickets, no, but no, selling no, no. out an Ooh. arena, Darren Till. There you go. That's all that matters. But they both sell pay-per-views. I wouldn't say that. I've yeah. never bought a pay-per-view for Kevin but Lee. But other people have because of the way Kevin Lee runs his mouth. He promotes fights. I think Kevin Lee just had that. He bought his Tony Ferguson fight. No. I know you bought it only for Tony Ferguson, but you bought that fight. Shout out to Tony Ferguson. Still one of the scariest men out there. People wanted to watch him fight Michael Chessa. Yeah, because that was free. And that was a good fight. God, I'm just saying, Look, that people want to watch him fight. Just like they want to watch Darren Till fight. Darren Till sells out arenas. That's the difference. That's all he I'm He just fought saying. in an empty arena. Yeah, but COVID. Yeah, but he could have fought in a filled arena here in the States and they put him in an empty one. COVID. That's, and to be fair, there aren't still tickets right, at the whatever. Apex. Whatever, let's go to the Apex then. No, I'm just kidding. I'm down as fuck, dude. I would, I would love to go. They put on good fights there. Oh, I mean, honestly, I love the Apex. 
And I was going to say, with my Dana, Dana White rant about the whole gear thing, because I kind of went sidetracked, I defend Dana White because, for sure, he built MMA, if you want to, not necessarily MMA, but he made it mainstream, he popularized it, yeah. and he legitimately gave every fighter a fucking chance to have a career in fighting. Whether it's they fuck up or not, whether they have shady managers or not, and they don't get their money's worth. Look, man, if you want to be in the UFC, it sounds horrible, but you know what you're signing on the dotted line. And if you don't like it, that's on you. You're the one that chose to sign. And Dana White, time and time again, we've seen, he fucking loves his fans. He goes out of his way. I'm not saying he fucking goes out and fucking shakes everyone's hand. But, like, when he talks to fans or if someone catches his attention... Nah, Dana, by all accounts, is, like, really cool to fans, so... And, you know, he he popped... Famously said, he's like, why wouldn't want, why wouldn't I want to talk to the people that are like love the, the sport that I'm, you know, essentially like handling the reins on. So look, Dana he, White, he gets a lot of Dana shit. Dana White's the face of MMA, for, for sure. sure. What? By, not even. I, it was briefly Connor for a little bit, and it's briefly been other people, but Dana's always been number two and number one when it comes to being the face Dana's of MMA. Number one promoter of all time, for sure. Time. But like being the face, he's always number one or number he's a two. Face, yeah. One well, top five would be, but. The Number only other one. people that go above him are his own stars, and then he's back to being the face when he doesn't have any. Dana's always the face or one of the faces of MMA. So, shout out Dana White. Shout out Dana White. <laughs> shout out Dana White. Hey, man. You're hey on all the Mexican supplements, but it's cool. No, nah, we're big fans of yours, Dana. Huge we'll, fans. we'll geek the fuck out when we meet you someday. If we ever meet your rich ass. I'm sure know. we'll meet Dana White someday. Someday. We'll get credentials by going to Bellator fights and stuff like that. And then he'll be like, look at this Bellator scum. We'll be like, we're Hiowani. No, I'm just kidding. We're uh, Protégés. Protégés. No, but uh, yeah, shout out Dana White. Shout out the UFC. Shout out to the UFC. Giving us the best, I mean, what, 26, 27 years of MMA I can't see myself not being a fan of I'll always of be MMA. a fan of the UFC, honestly. MMA, I love it. Like I said, I love watching card combat. You got Lyoto Machida and GSP as ambassadors right now. <laughs> Fucking, uh... Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just couldn't see myself not liking the UFC or MMA in general. I still No, like, I love MMA. It's just a good yeah, sport. I know, I know like, we talk shit about each other. I go in and out of other sports like football I've and soccer. I've never been out of MMA. Like I said. Yeah, I just can't get out of MMA. As soon as I had my own money and income, I would buy every single fucking pay-per-view until it finally got, in my opinion, too obnoxious. Definitely. But, um, hey, man. Like I said, to this day, I'm still subscribed to fucking Fight Pass. I love that shit. Like, I just recently saw him. Uh, I was reliving uh, Michael Bisping careers. I was just watching his old fights. He's a stud. Yeah, he's a fucking gangster. Michael Bisping hit me so hard. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Shout out to Uncle like we talked about that. We've talked about it in a couple of episodes. Uh, he hit me so hard. I don't even remember that whole round. <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge the question. It was just, yeah. Michael Bisping hit me so hard. Yeah, man. Shout out to John Oh, you, speaking of Michael Bisping, you, it's crazy, right? I mean, fuck, I feel like we said we would end this shit like six times already. But uh, that dude who fucking sucker punched him is calling him out. Yeah. And he said, I'll give you a grant if you fight my producer. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's some, and then he that's goes, some G shit Then he right said, there. I'll give you five grand if you fight the guy who just fought uh, Kevin Lee. <laughs> and he goes, I doubt Dana would sanction that, but fuck it. <laughs> he goes, we can do it outside of the UFC. And he goes, I feel like he's dead serious. He did, say, he did say he was dead serious about the producer thing, but he threw in the other one like later on in the episode. Yeah. But... 
Yeah, I think uh, I think that dude should take it just for the publicity and the money. I would take it. That's what I mean. That's what Bisping said. Is like you're clearly hurting for money, so. I would take it, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'd take it now. I'd let Mayweather knock me out for a million, dog. Half a million. million. Yeah, you're tripping. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. I was like, based on what he, I was like, give me as much time as Logan Paul had, which is like a few months to train. She, you know what I mean? Hey, bro, put me in there against Perry for a fat stack. Fuck if it. I knew it was Logan, if I knew I was getting paid Mayweather, I'll take it. Put out me alone. in there against CM Punk. The words of... Uh, oh, say if I knew I'm fighting Mayweather, I'll take out a loan because I know about the payday I'm about to get and I would just pay the best people ever and like do nothing but train for that fight. Literally. No, I would just bet on Mayweather first and I will throw that fight so hard. <laughs> so, that's Fuck so it. illegal. Hey, man. Oh, they well. don't know that. I'm an amateur. What the fuck do they know? <laughs> All right. But, uh, Thanks uh, for, for listening, sure. everybody. Catch us on My Best Friends Podcast. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other listening platforms that you would like to, or that you we're not on. Maybe just message us. We'll put it up. Anything? Share our voice. Tell your friends. Uh, if you have any feedback, you know, reach us on Instagram. You know, th- feel free to uh, reach out to us. Text us at 6. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. For the fan base that we got, we appreciate you guys listening weekly. We see that we're we're slowly growing. So, uh, cool, man. So, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Spread the word. My best friends podcast. Later.